ready to grow and scale your online business to $100,000 a month and beyond? You are in the right place. Your host, serial entrepreneur, investor, and highly paid business consultant will share the best simple strategies to scale with high value offers. Welcome to the Martina Boss Show. Hey, welcome back to another episode. It's Martina Boss. And today I'll be sharing 11 things that I learned from closing 3.7 million selling coaching services in 2023. And I believe that can really impact your business and also life. So let's dive into it. Of course, I'll be sharing my own experience and how I made it and what I really learned closing coaching and consulting services. So if you're a coach, consultant, service provider, or creator who actually selling a high ticket services, that's exactly for you. And if you're looking for get quick reach formulas, this is, might be not the best video for you because it's the month, of course, implementation and taking an action. So for all action takers, let's dive in. So the first thing that I learned in 2023, and actually also in previous years as well, that actually politeness equal value. And that's crazy, you know? We hear all the time that people who may pay more, we hear all the time that people who pay more, they appreciate things more, they value services more. And that's true of my experience as well. So usually, people value services that are high ticket more than something that will cost like 500 bucks. And the reason for that is because they already invested more money into it. So that is mean, especially people who are successful. And I have this big privilege working with multimillionaire coaches and consultants and have access to their knowledge um, and also like learning from them. So People who build such impressive businesses and have this, you know, mindset of sharing their knowledge with others, they are incredibly hardworking and dedicated. So that just means they also really nice to work with. I remember I opened like membership years back just for test, and that was like 47 bucks membership. And people were so demanding, so rude. They want to jump on a one-on-one with me. They wanted me to solve all their problems. They want to have like this incredible, <laughs> incredible ability to like discourage everything and really, really not doing the things that I've been sharing there and not appreciate that. When People that I'm working on a high ticket level, they completely different. They really respect my time because obviously they pay high ticket. So they really tries to use time when we're working together on the funnels or sales or systems in a completely different way. So this politeness is also coming from experience. And that's something you also might consider when you will be building your strategies. And don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with having a low ticket, mid ticket offers, but you have to remember that that offer should be like hands off, right? If you are delivering incredible things for your clients, you're solving problems, you're building businesses, that's a high ticket offer, right? So you don't want to teach people incredible things on the affordable price only because you feel like you want to help them or you want to solve their problems or you want to more people. 
Yes, some of these people might actually test your offers on a high ticket level. And I really like the strategy when you getting people and inviting them to your audience and showing them something, you know, smaller, they can learn from you, they can get checklists, they can get something smaller, pay like low ticket and then upsell them to like courses or programs and then eventually upsell them to a high ticket offers. That's a great strategy, very long term and uh, really demanding, but also very effective. Mm. But if you have a choice to selling something for $3,000 and you might also ability to learn something for $10,000 and also ability to learn something for $30,000, you will see an incredible difference between the first level people who invest $3,000 and also with people who invest $30,000. Those people on the 30K level, they will ask you how they can start implementing the things and they will start doing the work. People who invest less usually expect solving their problems and expect that something that will magically happen in their life. It's not a case. I'm buying courses for three, $5,000 and they're great. Um, but remember the audience might be a little bit different and their expectations might be a little bit different. Another thing that I learned is pre-qualification is key. It's completely key for the sales process. And the reason why I'm telling that, because I saw businesses like coaching, consulting businesses offering something for everyone. Like they want to welcome everyone in the business. So there was zero pre-qualification process. And that was really, really hard <laughs> to achieve really significant numbers. So obviously closing rate was around 10, 20%. And like no one is happy with something like that. But the problem with that is because people who, who are not qualified on specific offer, they of course not roll in. So my approach shift towards more targeted advertising, organic marketing strategies, and really pre-qualification process. So that is mean just not everyone can book a call with your sales team. Not everyone can jump on a call with you. Not even everyone can buy from your sales page. And you can make this in a very simple, effective way. Like you can qualify people with sentence like, this offer is for coaches and consultants who make minimum $500,000 a yearly revenue, or this offer is not for you if you are looking for get-rich-quick formulas, right? So these people shouldn't even engage with your, <laughs> with your programs and, um, and masterminds. So make sure invite the right people and know exactly what kind of people you want to welcome. Because that will also help with the closing rate. That will help having a really healthy, nice vibe on your mastermind level programs. And in general, that will help the whole group have a better results. Because if you get and collect 10 motivated people, they might have an amazing, incredible result. Some people better, some people like medium. But then also great people can help people on the mid-level. They can together like support each other and grow and like be accountable. If you will invite five people motivated and five people who are like, oh, let me see. I don't know if that will work. You know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And they're constantly looking for excuses. They will not succeed. And not only not succeed, but they also slow down growth of your top performing clients. Niche focus wins, okay? 
So another thing that I learned is like we really want to focus on one specific niche. And the reason why I'm telling that because and not only about coaching and consulting, it's the same with servicing. Like if you're trying to build a language and marketing and message that is not talking to your ideal clients, they will not pick this up. So what happened again? We're coming back to a pre-qualification process. So again, this message will be like going so broad to like any audience, like anyone can join, anyone can get these results. And that will be like really blended. So you will also get like random people. So your message is really important. Your message needs to speak to your ideal client's desires. So if you're helping them build like um, Amazon store, or if you're helping them launch Airbnb, or if you're helping them like improve sales system, you want to talk their language. You know what they're struggling and you know exactly what they want, right? They want the specific results in the end and you can talk to them directly. And that not only help in the beginning, that might look like you're actually attracting less clients, but the longer your message is clear, it's not confusing your audience, it's not confusing your subscribers on the mailing list. The moment that people realize what you're doing is the moment you actually start growing. Because the biggest and the worst thing you can do at the same time is like when you actually launching multiple offers. Hey, I'm talking about the leads. I'm talking about sales. I'm talking about the business. I'm talking about the Airbnb. I'm talking about like Amazon. And I'm talking about all these things. So if I were looking for an expert and that right now I want to delegate my sales, do I going to reach out to you or I'm going to reach out to that person who constantly talking about sales, constantly showing results from sales and constantly helping and giving valuable insight about sales. Of course, I choose someone who is clear on the message. So I learned that people who talk about one thing, and if we start analyzing biggest brands, it's actually the case. People who are most successful, they usually talk about one thing. Yes, they might have 10 level different programs, but they're still coming to one place and they have like the main uh, theme of all of these programs. And we have to really understand how important it is and really write down what is our branding about, how we're helping clients, what will be the final results, how they feel after working with us. And sometimes this, right, just writing down the feelings of your ideal clients and how they feel after solving the problems might be the most powerful messaging within your marketing and helping you just simply sell more because this is all about another thing is is like having this clear client criteria so who is your ideal client oh my gosh i've been i've been negotiating this with my clients for years and we always going to the point like how surprising it is after a few months of working together that our audience is completely different that we start working with and it's usually because we didn't know what we know now. We need some data to actually get into it. So that is mean you can't close three people and decide, oh, this is my ideal class because it's nicer to working with that person. No, you don't know it. You need like 10, 20, 50. And the best if you can have 100 clients and then you're building your ideal clients criteria you also will see which clients perform better with you and 
which clients benefit best working with you. Because I, I also had a clients who didn't want to put the work. They wasn't able to live stream. They wasn't able to implement things that I'm teaching and how to convert clients. So it's not useful, right? But I also had a clients, I said, hey, this funnel might be actually tweaked with that specific things. And the next day they show me improvements and we just get another calls and another calls. So it's all about having enough information and data to analyze. And also then we can get like really informative decision. Oh, that's my peer group or that's my A, A plus uh, clients. And once we have this criteria, it's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a month. And if, you, if you're going to speed up the process, which I've done in the past, and there is no shortcuts in the business, like in everything else that you're building on a good quality level, you might get today hundreds of people. But if they don't know you, if they are not resonate with company, they will still not implement those things, right? So sell more, test more, and you will see how your clients feel about you and how you feel about your clients. And once you have this two things together, you might create a beautiful <laughs> relationship with your clients and just grow. And like, there is no limits to grow, honestly, with this online space. And another thing that I learned and that's something that I learned actually over the last two years is masterminds are the gold mines. Like there is nothing like that. People say like, yeah, courses are the best. This is yes, but if you if you are growing your business, the power of a good mastermind group can be overstated. Like you will understand this once you will launch your mastermind. And the reason why I'm telling about this. Because you can't constantly working on one-on-one, right? It's just not the case. You have six-figure business, yes, you might doing. But on a seven-figure, it's not possible, right? So how are you going to exchange this? You're going to say thank you for your one-on-one clients, but I invite you right now to join my mastermind group. And the group will be like 10 people, the group might be 20 people, wherever you feel comfortable for you to teaching. And that's also depend like, how difficult is the topic that you're going to implement? And what I saw, people who join 101 and people who join the mastermind, obviously not everyone want to transition so easily. So people who work with you on 101, they just, oh, I don't want to work in a group. I just like this 101 approach. Yes, they might like. But it's it might be hard when you're growing and scaling, scaling business. So this is something that i figuring out and I found that actually people in the mastermind group had better results, better results. So that's enough, <laughs> that's enough benefits because sometimes they don't like working in a group because they don't have an experience working in a group of people in the similar level. But once they joining those groups, they actually not only get better results because, you know, your clients might don't feel bad or that bad if they like pay you and they don't implement something. But the moment they join like five, 10 people group, and then there is a weekly or bi-monthly meetings and they, everyone is saying, hey, I've done this, I've implemented that, and I have already my sales team and I have my sales pipeline done. And then someone who is usually will not that fast feel like, oh, I'm behind. Let me actually move forward because I don't want to be the last. And the group has enormous effect or day performance 
And some of your clients might don't want to transition into the mastermind group, but they start liking it once they try. You can say, hey, we still can be some part of one-on-one, but if you join the group, you might decide if you like this or not. Also, price is more affordable. You will have a group of an amazing people who will support you. Just test it out. In most cases, after one meeting, they will say, this is great. This is an amazing. I love it. Let's move forward, right? People who don't feel confident with their skill set might don't like it. So just be careful how aggressively you're launching your mastermind group. Another thing is, usually when I'm starting working with clients, I always recommend, especially if they have like proven track records of what they've done, and this is like has an amazing result already, to launch mastermind group from the first month when they actually jump going into the social media. Because first of all, masterminds usually cost between $25,000, dollars and that's a great source of income. So first of all, you'll be able to invest in building courses, you'll be able to invest in other programs, and you also can deliver an exceptional value for those mastermind students, right? Because they will work closely with you. So on average, people make like extra $100,000, $150,000 from the first month of launching masterminds. And then for many coaches and consultants who are a few years in this industry, they actually like, oh, wait, so I already made like $150,000 and I only post on my stories and post on the LinkedIn and post in a Facebook group that I actually having this mastermind and this is the results. And now I'm having these clients because someone get them on the call and close. And now they compare that these activities they made, which is almost zero activities, they compare these activities to a regular funnel when they invite people to freebie, when they try to sell them low ticket and then upsell them to course and then someone upsell them to the uh, high ticket offer. And there is this whole cost of clients acquisition and the ad spend in more cases. So when they compare these activities here, when they create a tons of content around this and they have a tons of events, free events, paid events, like you name it, you know how many activities it is. And they compare to just sharing information and online and saying, hey, I have like really uh, advanced group of mastermind clients. If you've never been active here or you didn't find my offer, uh, something that resonate with you, you want to work with me on one-on-one or you want to like really get your business to the next level, I'm offering mastermind. I will get you from this point to the point where you have working Amazon store wait, making minimum $30,000 a month. Bam. You have already clients, right? So there is not that much you have to do, and it's not that complicated. Of course, if you combine those two things and you're growing your socials and then you're launching your mastermind, you might have like crazy results. Uh, but even with like small audience of a few thousand people, you still can able to launch successfully your mastermind and have like fifty, hundred thousand dollars a month. So these things are not many people talk about these days. And I think it's still kind of new, but I would love to share that with you because it's might completely transform your business. How your business will look like in a month if you can have extra $100,000 to invest in yourself and your business. Like, no question on it. <laughs> and Mastermind provide added value for clients, often becoming a structure for long-term coaching. And it's also like, help with relationships, referrals, because obviously clients and mastermind gets incredible results, like weekly, if you meet them uh, twice a month, and that works really well for people on their high position, on CEO level, 
executive levels and just this approach turned a coaching service into that community experience with clients. Found deeply rewarding and worth the investment. Another thing is teamwork makes the dream work. And there is no other option. <laughs> As the sales numbers grow, I couldn't handle everything myself. And I remember when I started selling for my first clients and I immediately had to hire more salespeople because more people want this over. And the same with you. Like you have to build a team around things that you're doing. And at the same time, you can't grow if you're doing everything by yourself. So this is really a pivotal moment um, because sometimes the salaries in the beginning might eat all your profit. And don't get me wrong, it's completely normal. If you will try to hire people when you have like 10 times or five times more minimum, and then you say, okay, if I make $50,000, then I can maybe hire new people for 10K a month. That will never gonna work because once you start making 50K, you'll be so exhausted that you forget even hire people. <laughs> so delegating sales tasks, delegating lead generation tasks will get you to the completely new level. And I promise you that. It's like, it's like really life-changing and I'm always trying to educate my clients and people who work with me they can be sales manager they can be sales director they can be lead generation expert they can run ads by themselves in few cases they can if that's the part of the offer but in most cases not if you're a business consultant if you like life coach if you are uh, Airbnb consultant Amazon how you the hack doing such a complicated business model, implementing this business to your uh, clients' uh, businesses. How can you even think about generating leads for your business or closing clients? Or if 200 people sign up for your webinar, are you going to cold calling them to check if they're showing up? No. 20 people will show up and then they will say, oh, only 20 people show up. Maybe that's not too interesting for them. No, you need a sales team who will cold call those people, warm them up before the event, and then help you enrolling them into your programs. And you need specializing people who know how to pre-qualify, close, and onboard new clients for you. And that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm solving a lot of headache for my clients. And that's how you want to craft your offer, the same way. So you're looking for a problem. You see that this is a big problem in business, taking a lot of time. So people are willing to pay. If you can edit videos, you know, many people need video editing, right? So you might actually start opening agency or working as a freelancer and editing video for people who are busy because obviously they need it or they have poor quality video. They Then you might actually offer this for themselves and that's how you can start it out. You want to fire yourself and you want to hire yourself as a CEO. And CEO, it's chef of executive officer and that is not chef of everything officer, okay? So especially women, especially women, they um, don't see the difference. Like they think if they are on a CEO, they have to do everything. It's actually opposite. You only want to execute. And as long as you're going to be a manager, as long as you're going to be a graphic designer, closer, legion expert 
you're not gonna grow. I'm sorry. It's it's so sad. It's very few cases again when that can happen that solopreneur or few people can grow and make millions. It's very, very rare actually. In most businesses, you need graphic designers, copywriters, video editors, and all that people. And especially people in sales, because if you have no sales, how are you going to invest in more people? You're going to do all this stuff that you're not enjoying and it's not bringing you results. And again, as executive, you are responsible to managing data and checking stats and analytics and everything. Because if you don't have informative decision, if your team is working and you see like your socials are not growing, then there is a problem to solve. And that is something you have to focus on not creating graphing in Canva. And <laughs> so many people know what I'm talking about. It's not about jumping on the call with people. It's not your job. Your job is literally looking on the business from the top and seeing which divisions are not working. But your very first level that you're going to do is actually sales and lead generation. If you will not fix this, if you will not learn and figuring out how to generate leads and close your clients, you can fire yourself from being <laughs> and business owners. But you will solve this, right? So I'm giving you the tools. I'm giving you everything that I learn and know. So that will be helpful for you. And if you actually want more free resources every single week to your mailbox with like, workbooks, checklists, everything that would be helpful for you to actually optimize and simplify your sales process, then sign up for Call to Action newsletter. It's over 12,000 subscribers right now. I'm so proud of this. And we deliver weekly free resources, trainings, and PDF workbooks, and amazing, beautiful things for you to help you really grow business and sell more. Okay, we're going to qualify people and we're going to make sure that the qualification process of those people is good. We're going to have a, a closing process in place. We might make sure that we deliver an exceptional value for the clients so they can refer us to more people. We want to also like implement a lot of things like automations. And that's something that many people is struggling but if you get Asana, if you get a Slack, if you get a reporting system, if you get uh, AI, you can actually implement those things. And I talk actually about five skills uh, that will help you with sales. And AI and automations are one of the actually crucial skill set that you want to learn. You don't want to be behind. And it's not that complicated. You can do it by yourself. And actually many software like Asana, for example, that I mentioned, or Loom, they already have installed AI that helping you work more effectively. CRMs also like help you um, build uh, pre-templates for following up with clients. It's all for you. So use this wisely and uh, stop trying to do everything by yourself and developing the wheel because there is a bunch of things that someone already tested, someone already done, and those things are already working. So why not using them? Why not use the privilege of having these tools and implement them into the business? Like I saw such a tremendous growth of businesses who are using really smart 
AI, really great automations in the business, reporting system, analytics system. And I'm also implementing a lot of these things in my businesses. So for example, daily reporting, like when people make the work, uh, they only have to move certain puzzles in Asana and Asana automatically send message what they accomplish in the reporting system in Slack, <laughs> in reporting channel. So everyone see exactly what they're working on. So for example, person who is like helping summarizing a week, they see exactly what we've done. So when we're writing a newsletter for you, we know exactly what kind of content is finished, what kind of content is live. So then we can put everything together. And let me know in a comment if you're actually interested about how to build a system and how to optimize business, how to optimize sales, because I know a lot about this and I'm happy to share as long as you have an interest in that. Let me know in a comment and I'm happy to share and show you how I'm building my systems that help me run the business. Okay, so research. Research and customer research is something really important and we want to make sure that actually this system works perfectly and those systems are great. So we want to like continue have checking like trends, like what is going on in our industry, getting feedback to refine services. And that's something that, you know, if something is working, like keep doing, right? But if something is not working, don't try to launch another offer. Don't try 10 different agencies. Just solve what is not working. Maybe this is just some creatives. Maybe this is a copy not converting. So people don't like testing, but I love testing. If you're doing A-B test, it can shows you a lot. And you'll be sometimes surprised what works, what not. So you want to constantly research and check and analyze everything around your business because that will significantly help you improve your offer as well and really meet your client's needs. So for example, we had the system when we started our sales agency. So when we met uh, some clients on the calls and they had objections, right? So we had the objections board and we dropped all the objections. Uh, so then when we implement the marketing, we actually talk about these objections. So when they jump on the call, they actually already knew about this so that was an objection anymore and the same what stopping them from buying or what they really feel like it's stopping them and the biggest thing that I discovered during that call I want to share with you that because it's so valuable like it's a trust trust factor and I'm not only talking about trust that people believe that you can help them in many cases if they order on the call they somehow believe that you can help them but there is a trust in themselves and we've born burn a lot of sales because we didn't catch this on the early stage level of a sales process. So people wasn't that open. And when we had a longer discussion and we dive into this a little bit more and we start seeing this repetitive problem was people had the money, people had the time, people want to invest, but they don't believe they're willing to have a success. And that was nothing with the offer, nothing with the sales system, nothing with the coach that we sell for. It was about them, about their personal experience, traumas, and all this bad thing that happened to them. So they didn't have the willingness to actually overcome this. And that stopped them from opening this an amazing business opportunity, even though they have 
everything that is qualifying them. Like so many coaches teaching about sales that, oh, all, all you need is just money, time, and just being qualified or have some experience. No, you need to believe that you are willing to actually open this Amazon FBA store and succeed in that. If you're not believe in your skill set and your adaptation and following someone's business model, that might stop you from buying and that might your clients stopping from buying. It's so interesting and that's completely changed our <laughs> closing rate. Mindset and personal, um, personal branding power and the mindset. That's the thing that I put together. Um, but I feel like they're leveraging the personal branding sales becoming bigger and bigger every year. And especially we can see it if we looked at real estate agents. They not real estate agents anymore. They actually celebrities. They showing their lives. They showing what they ate on the breakfast. They acting like an influencers, and they selling through social media. It's so interesting watching them because I feel like coaching industry can learn a lot from real estate agents. They're doing this in a really top level, and I feel like more and more also coaching and consulting industries adopt this model and understand that the moment you're showing yourself, showing you're showing your lifestyle, showing your family, showing your business, showing your office might actually benefit. You don't have to show family in many cases, but I don't know. I, I really resonate with people who show kids because I had a kid. So, so it's like so interesting. Uh, but it's really personal preference, right? Whatever you show, right? But building your personal brand is a big thing. It's not something that might work from the first day, but if you're consistent with that, that might have a significant results on the profit. So what I saw with my clients, and that's interesting. So if someone had like 50,000 audience, they usually around $50,000 profit per month. And if someone has $200,000 audience, they usually around $200,000 per month. In some cases more, but it's like, sometimes this following is equal day profit. Um, I talk with influencers, for them it's a little bit different. The numbers are a little bit lower, but just because they're sometimes don't have the skill set in negotiations. And of course, we have ultra influencers and their numbers are much higher than they following sometimes, but it's all depend. But with coaching and consulting industry, what I saw is like almost equal. It's so interesting, actually. If you have a similar experience, just share with me. Also mindset. Mindset for sales is like, I don't know. I thought in the beginning it's like maybe 20%, but the longer I'm selling, I'm selling for 17 years. I feel like mindset in some cases is like, 90%. <laughs> Your skill set is like really the last thing that deciding if you close someone or not. And mindset and emotional intelligence, it's like something that can skyrocket your sales. If you will be paying attention and developing your mindset and you will be having an opening, listening people, learning from them, it's crazy what can happen with your sales because that's what I saw when I started growing in sales, when I started closing more. It's it's just incredible. And emotional intelligence in sales, which is our last point that I learned, is I had a closers with like great skill set. You talk with them and you feel like, 
oh, they talk everything like so perfectly, but they're not converting that well. And I had a closer who had like huge luck of, you know, knowing all this, even basic rules of sales, but their emotional intelligence was on such a high level, such a high level that they had incredible, like even 50% converting rate, in some cases even 70, right? But of course, it's combined with really good, high pre-qualification process. So it's not something that is a regular norm. And it's great. And it's 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 something you can beat. And that's the point you can't real you can't really beat with AI. You can't really replace this with software. It's something that it has to be done by people. So as long as you're planning to sell something for twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars, you need a A plus team members for sales. Uh, and also your uh, rest of the team needs to cooperate with them. As I mentioned, Dream Team makes uh, Dream work. So that's all my lessons from 2023. I hope you can implement them and learn a lot from my experience. And I'm really looking forward for your messages and for your comments below because I would love to have this, continue this discussion. And thank you so much and see you to the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Martina Boss Show. If you enjoyed the episode, click the subscribe button and let us help you grow and scale. Visit www.martinaboss.com and join our mailing list for more free resources.